0: Good evening, everybody. Episode 8282. It is Wednesday, January 13th, and it is going to be a busy show, not a slow show, not a show where things don't get done. This will be a busy one, and there is a lot on the docket, and we know that there's a lot of news going on, especially about elections and capital riots and hypocrisy from the left and impeachments and I guess, shouldn't it be an an orangement instead of an impeachment? Because really, he is kind of orange-looking. I'm not sure where the impeachment comes from, but at least they have it that it's a seeded citrus fruit, and that's close enough, in my opinion. The Democrats are they've just went unhinged and it's it's really i'm going to prove the case tonight and there's just so much to talk about so i I, i'm not going to get into very long jokes but i will just say this impeachment will be a stain on donald trump's legacy just as bill clinton's stain was his legacy video Yes, yes, yes. It's Wednesday, and that's a beautiful thing. But more importantly, it is hockey night. The NHL is in full bloom. I'm so excited. 10.30 start time. What the hell? That damn coronavirus. I don't know why coronavirus said everything an hour back. Well, I do, because they can't travel, and then they have to broadcast all the games, and it's literally a compact season. There's a hockey game, 3 or 4 to 10 every single night for the next few months so that is music to my ears my call avalanche have been predicted predicted to win the stanley cup vegas odds are in their favor yes there's some eastern conference teams in there but the abs are stacked the question is can they stay healthy if they do the cup is theirs there's no doubt in my mind nobody is as deep as them and they proved that in last year's playoffs when 33 percent of their roster went down and they still were a competitive team so stay healthy stay focused abs have a great safe season Let's bring home the cup. 16W, folks. Operation 16W. Three cups is so much better than two. My name is Matthew, and this is Don't Unfriend Me. No, this is not a sports show, and I apologize if it seems that way, but it's not. This essentially is the place where you come to to find a bunch of cool current events and topics. You can follow me, like, subscribe at Facebook at Don't Unfriend Me Host. You can also hit me up on Instagram, just at Don't Unfriend Me, and YouTube. And you can also hit up my website at Don'tUnfriendMe.com if any of that was confusing. That will get you to all those places and much, much more. Who am I? Well, I've already said it, but I'll say it again. My name is Matthew Spear, and I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. If you could do me a favor and please like, share, and subscribe and do all that wonderful stuff, and God saves a puppy every time you do. Well, what do we do here? It's pretty simple. We like to talk about current events, politics, sports, whatever is in the news, and just have an honest conversation. We do not do conspiracy theory here. I just talked to somebody on the site who said that the Pope was arrested for child porn, and although that very well may happen, it certainly didn't happen yesterday, and that the Italian president was also arrested for child porn, and that also very well could happen, along with half the Catholic priests in the world, but, alas, it didn't happen. There's a bunch of crazy stuff going on, and there is a bunch of crazy news, and I am swatting it away like flies, but I feel literally like I am trying to empty the ocean with a small sandpail bucket. It's doing no good, and tonight I have a pretty decent feeling that this will not reach everybody because my viewership is too small, but one day, one day I hope to get there. Donald Trump is officially impeached. It just happened a short time ago. And was anyone surprised? Everyone knew it was going to happen. And impeached is kind of like somebody saying, all right, I'll give you a warrant on that person. But doesn't necessarily mean that they're guilty of anything. You see, impeachment means nothing. It can be done and it's used for posture's sake and it's been done many times before for political reasons and ultimately all they have to do is have a vote. They don't need any evidence, they don't need any witnesses, they don't need affidavits, they don't need sworn testimony, they just need to trump something up, no pun intended, and simply say, and he does look very orange in this one, not very peach, well maybe a little bit of peach color too with the blonde, I see a peach, I see peach fuzz, I digress, the point is is that Donald Trump can be impeached for anything, along with any other president, and the precedent has now been set that if you don't like what somebody says, well, let's just impeach them. And it's interesting if you think about that, and it's actually terrifying at the same time. I want to show you some stuff, and I want you to think back to just a few days ago with these Capitol riots and what happened. First of all, it was horrible. I don't condone what happened. I don't think violence is the answer, but it is a solution at some point. But that's certainly we're not there. I think we can still have diplomacy win the day. I think that something like this would have scared these Republicans and Democrats straight. They don't understand how close they were to being handcuffed and possibly put on live TV and something terrible happening. There were handcuffs, explosives in the bag, Molotov cocktails, knives, box cutters, a lot of things that could be used against the lawmakers. But alas, they haven't. They are almost so daft. It's like Paul Revere is writing, which he didn't do, and say the British are coming, which is also not what he said, and they are just not heeding the warning. And soon, Johnny Reb, with the red flying garments, are going to be firing flintlocks and cannons into their town. But they don't seem to care, and they don't understand. This war will come to their doorstep again. And this is a war. It's an informational war. And it's a war that's doing damage, and there are casualties. The casualties predominantly are the cities of America. If we take a look at Washington, D.C., if we take a look at Baltimore, Los Angeles, California, New York, Chicago, in pretty much every major democratically run city, it was on fire over the George Floyd murder. And that's exactly what it was. But this was Washington, D.C. just a few short months ago, back in May and June, when BLM entered and lit it on fire. Now, every single media station, you can watch the videos, CNN, you all who disagree with what I'm saying, watch these news medias and you've heard what they've said they've said these are just peaceful protests. These aren't riots. According to Martin Luther King, this is just the oppressed voice for rage and frustration. And they have to get it out somehow. But this is the preferred way, which is instead of killing people, just lighting everything on fire and destroying people's businesses, hurting police officers and anyone who stands in their way or disagrees with them, especially Trump supporters. That doesn't sound very peaceful to me, but the media didn't care, and the lawmakers didn't care. In fact, they called for it. Maxine Waters called for it. Nancy Pelosi called for it. Schumer called for it. Every single, even Spartacus called for it. Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, their silence is deafening. And here's the thing. If we don't want people practicing free speech, and we say you cannot talk, well, and we're also, on the other hand, we say that silence is violence. So which one is it, Folks i got to give credit to Jesse Waters for that. Do you want us to shut up or do you want us to say something? Because you can't have it both ways, but that's exactly what they want. I'll talk a little bit later about the police officer that, that was killed. and A good friend of mine are absolutely irate over it because they're using his memory for their own benefit. They don't care anything about the police. They don't care anything about Trump supporters. And they don't care anything about the small businesses out there unless it is done by white people. Now, I am sympathetic to BLM, and I understand that they have gone through a horrible, horrible few centuries, even preceding America. And I completely understand that African Americans have a gripe about systemic racism through the justice system, which is still alive. Everywhere else, I disagree. We have to address it. We have to talk about it. But why is burning down buildings and cities okay if you aren't white? And when you are white, you are labeled as a white supremacist white nationalist nazi every trump supporter who showed up there are now nazis including anybody who was a legal representative a lawyer doctors police officers are now all nazis and white supremacists i didn't show up because i couldn't legally carry does that make me a nazi and a white supremacist It's the most ridiculous thing in the world, but what happens is is that you lump a few people and then it dictates the entire group, and that is what we've done to BLM as Republicans, and we should be ashamed of it. Now they're doing it to us, but the media is silent. Fox News is silent. Everybody is silent, except for the media outlets that they are silencing, and that should scare everybody. I'm going to show you some stats. Stats. And I think it's important to take a look at. And this isn't to hurt people's feelings. This isn't to justify the Capitol because I have said it once and I will say it again, and I did an entire show admonishing the Capitol riots, and I'm going to do it again now. But I'm also going to admonish the BLM riots. The outrage that we're hearing over this from legal, from the professionals, the lawmakers, Washington, D.C., is fake. It's fake, and it's a political opportune moment, and they are taking it to impeach Donald Trump. Why? Well, because there's nothing quite as good as censure, and there's nothing quite as good as disenfranchising some of the 74 million people who voted for him and followed for him, and I will tell you why they're doing it right now, and this is the only reason, and nobody is saying this but me, and I want you to hear what I just said. Nobody is saying what's coming up but me, not this, the next portion of the segment. BLM riots lasted seven months. Capitol riots lasted several hours. BLM riots was condemned mostly by Republicans. Hardly any Democrats stood up and said anything. Capitol riot has been condemned by all Republicans and Democrats. All of them. The BLM riots were encouraged by media and politicians. Capitol riot was encouraged only by the fringe political groups. And Donald Trump. Let's be honest. He said some words that incited violence. And I don't care what anyone says, although I don't believe it's as bad as they said, and they were going to do that. They didn't go and stop and pick up handcuffs and Molotov cocktails at the local Washington D.C. corner freaking kiosk, okay? They didn't go by the Rolling Thunder kiosk by the Vietnam War Memorial and pick up Molotov cocktails, box knives, zip ties, receivers, Bomb making material? No, I'm sorry, that didn't happen. This was predetermined and it was long before Trump made his speech on those steps. But once again, just like Russian collusion, just like that he went ahead and didn't admonish Nazis and he's a racist, the media will tell you whatever narrative they want. And all the stupid morons have followed it and are repeating every talking point across social media, which is absolutely infuriating. Police force was used, BLM. Police force was used in Capitol riots. 23 people were shot dead in the BLM riots. One person was shot dead at the Capitol riots. This isn't, once again, one death is too many. The point is, is where's the outrage? Where is it? Why isn't it here? Why is it just Republicans? And when we do show outrage, we're called racists for it. Well, shouldn't you go ahead and be called racist too if you're Democrats calling out the stupid idiots that did what they did at the Capitol riot? No, because they are idiots, and they are the lowest denominator in the white populace, and we're ashamed of them. And honestly, we wish they would go back to their trailer parks or go to their mom's basement and get the hell out of our political party. But once again, all parts of parties have issues, including BLM, so stop pretending that your shit doesn't stink. Liberals, because you have Antifa and Black Panthers and absolute lefty communist socialists in your party who have created more havoc and disarray and damage to our country than any other group in America, including the Ku Klux Klan, Skinhead, and Nazi groups that you say are running rampant through our streets, which is not true. And if they are, get them too. 700 officers injured in the BLM riots, 14 officers injured and one officer killed. 150 federal buildings were damaged, one federal in the Capitol riot. Hundreds of small businesses destroyed, no small businesses. Destroyed. Now, what I hate are straw man arguments. I hate when people make arguments and try to go ahead and justify one action because of the lack of the other. Both of those need to be condemned. All of it from top to bottom. And it's not. It's being used as political rhetoric. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris should have absolutely stood up and said no. Trump should have said said no. Every newspaper and media outlet in America and both parties should have said no. But the problem is, is we say we don't like violence. But we like violence if it garnishes us attention and allows us to hang it over the other party's neck. And that is disgusting, deplorable, and abhorrent. The thing is, is that you've impeached Trump. And what have you done? You've created a monster. You have no idea. It will never see trial. There's not enough time the fastest one that's ever taken place is 28 days. Some of them have taken anywhere from 90 to 100 days. You're not getting it through. And the Republicans don't want to get it through, but they should. And that's the problem. If the Republican party knows what's good for it, and it doesn't, and they wouldn't know a good time if it sat on their face, they are making a mistake. And so are the Democrats. And I will tell you why. Because they are creating and empowering a monster and they're igniting the 74 million because he's been impeached. If the Democrats were smart, they would have done nothing and they would have locked up the next 12 years. Listen to my words. This is the part you will not hear anywhere else, is that they would have locked up the next 12 years. Biden would have been done in four. Somebody else would have run for an additional four and eight total for 12 They would have swept probably the House and the Senate unless they screwed up the economy or went to war. But overall, they had a free ticket to ride. And I'll tell you why. We've already done that one. Why? Because of Ross Perot. Wait a second. Ross Perot's dead, Matt. How does Ross Perot have anything to do with this? Well, I'll tell you. This election was huge. Clinton, Bush. Who was going to win? What was going to happen? And everyone thought that there was no way Clinton would win. And Clinton didn't win. Clinton was handed it to him because of Ross Perot. What Ross Perot did was this. If you look in 92, how many votes? 20% of the votes went to Ross Perot. And that propelled him over the Republican candidate, which was Bush. If it wasn't for Ross Perot, Bush would have run away with it because the moderates didn't go to Ross Perot. It was the Republican and the centrist that went to Ross Perot. And it's not the only person we've seen do this. We've just recently seen it with Mr. Bernie Sanders. And I will not call Senator Bernie Sanders crazy Bernie because he's certainly not crazy. His ideals are horrible and his politics suck. But he's not a crazy person. He just believes it. And that makes him ignorant at best. But Bernie Sanders, the election was stolen from Hillary Clinton because of Bernie Sanders and Miss Jill Stein. And even though if we go back to that graph and take a look, if we look at Jill Stein in 08 and 16, those two differences, there aren't a ton of votes. But it was enough to have the Republicans win. And the reason why Hillary Clinton lost was because of Jill Stein and Bernie Sanders. And this isn't the first time it's happened. It has happened many times. So the point is this, is that when you introduce people like Ralph Nader, Jill Stein, Bernie Sanders, Ross Perot, um, Ron Paul, it has an impact, especially as divided as we are, almost 50-50. You're going to see that there is something that might happen. In fact, I'm predicting it'll happen, is that Donald Trump will play spoiler in 2024. And if they impeach him and say that he can't run for president, the Democrats are making a huge mistake. They're making a huge mistake because the Republicans won't let him run. That's already a given. But if you take away his chances of running at a presidency, that means that he will not run under something else, which is the Bull Moose Progressive Party. It's an obvious slight. It's an obvious thing. And if you think about it, it's so obvious nobody's talking about it. Teddy Roosevelt, absolutely, 100% created this party. The party's popular nickname of the Bull Moose was derived from the characteristics and strength and vigor often used by Roosevelt to describe himself. He waged an energetic campaign during the course of which he was shot by an insane man in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on his way to make a speech. He went ahead with the address, telling the crowd that he had a bullet in his body, but assuring them that it takes more than that to kill a Bull Moose. The Bull Moose ticket pulled some 25% of the popular vote, thus split the Republican lost the election to the Democrats under Woodrow Wilson. The Bull Moose party evaporated and the Republicans were reunited four years later. By playing spoiler in 2024, Donald Trump won't run as a Republican. They won't let him and he doesn't care. He will be the independent candidate and he will steal every Republican vote. He will create another Republican party. Now, whether it survives after that and it splinters, we don't know. The Tea Party tried it. But nobody has had the power of 74 million people behind them before. And that constitutes pretty much everyone in the Republican Party, minus about 7%. The Republicans are making a tragic mistake. They should want to appease and protect Trump as much as they can, even though it might cost them their political rear rumps. But that's the problem. The Republicans never stand together. Donald Trump created that for a short three and a half years, where the Republicans stood back to back, minus the first year and a half, took care of each other, protected each other, and whooped the butts of the Democrats. But now they're making the biggest mistake of their lives. Donald Trump, if they can't get this trial pushed through, And remove him from ever running for office again, he will be back. And he will not win. But he doesn't have to win. He just has to make them lose. And Donald Trump will win. You heard it here first, folks. If he's not in jail, because they're coming after him criminally, too. And honestly, the Democrats should just pause, walk away, and stay towards the senators and state legislatures who they've been attacking because of the Capitol riots, and hang their support for Donald Trump around their neck. Politically, that would be fortuitous and smart. But no one ever said the Democrats weren't smart. They think in the now. They don't play 40 chess, and they better be careful, because if they get what they want, Donald Trump most assuredly will steal the Republican Party. And that's what they want. I want to talk a little bit about something that I have seen from the Democrats that it needs to stop. And it's it's really both parties. But the Democrats do it more than anybody. This whole thing where they decide that they pick what is the most inopportune things that happen in the United States. For instance, we go to war with Iraq. They hang it on George Bush's neck and they politically hang him with it. 9-11 happened, same thing. The stock market crash, housing issues, the riots that are going on in, in, in the Capitol building. Whatever it is, they find these horrible situations and they never waste the opportunity to make it about them. This is something that they should stop immediately. This man is a picture I've put up earlier. This is Brian Sicknick, Officer Brian Sicknick of the Capitol Police. Now, there's a very big dilemma for me, is that I like to consider myself news and media, but I'm not. I'm just some guy sitting in his house who's middle-aged, who has a crisis and wants to be relevant. That doesn't necessarily make me the news and the media, but what it does give me the opportunity to do is tell the truth. And being that I haven't written anything for this, and I'm looking if I have and I haven't, I just want to talk to you about this gentleman. This gentleman was not a Biden supporter. He was a Trump supporter. He served in the military, served overseas. He was absolutely against the Iraq War, Iraq 2, OIF, OEF. He didn't appreciate that we were trying to save money on gas in the first Iraq War. He didn't appreciate when we went in for a second time. He spoke adamantly against the Democrats and the way that their government was ran. And like most police officers, he supported Donald Trump. And I want you to imagine, as those Trump supporters, who aren't even Trump supporters, I guess you could just say the insurrectionists at this point, because that's what they were, stormed the Capitol building and faced this brave man. There's a video and pictures of his death, and I will not put it on my show. Out of respect to his family and respect to him, I might get a few more clicks, but that dishonors me and his memory but I will tell you I've watched it and it is the most tragic, violent, and vile thing I have ever seen. And the people who are responsible should hang by the neck until they are dead. But this man is not your poster boy, liberals. I've seen friends of mine use it that now Trump people are cop killers. And you must understand that your taste Your approach, your way of existence is despicable. And you should be ashamed of yourself. And you people are no better than the ones that took his life. How dare you use him as a poster boy? He is not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. He's an American. And he's a veteran. And he deserves to be mourned. He deserves to be respected. And before we start lambasting the Capitol Police and the investigation came through, we found out they did do their job and you idiots crucified every one of them. The media and liberals, you people suck. I told you that the Capitol Police did their job. I spoke to people on duty that day. My friend Will knows this gentleman. They are the heart and soul and would protect with their lives and did the nation's capital and the scumbag lawmakers who don't deserve the same space that these men in blue and women in blue cast shadows from. I am sick and tired of hearing about this gentleman's name as somehow that the media cares. It started with the five Dallas police officers who were gunned down in the middle of the streets and how over 286 officers were killed the following year, the most ever in U.S. history, and it's been climbing ever since. There is an open fire and open market and open target on police officers and criminals feel empowered that if they kill cops, they will not be held accountable. It should be considered a hate crime and immediate death penalty in all 50 states if you shoot, harm, or attempted murder against a federal, state, or local municipality, period. His death was tragic, and yes, there were people carrying Trump flags who killed him. But until you call out the hypocrisy of BLM, as they have done the same, and Antifa, and zealots who have opened fire on Christians, whites, blacks, Catholics, and every other religion and Muslim in the United States, it's affecting all of us, and it's not mutually exclusive to one party. Crazy is everywhere. May he rest in peace. This is something that's happened local that's extremely disturbing. This vehicle here. You may not be able to see it. This is in Loudoun County, Percival, Virginia. This is a blue Kia Soul. Sarah took these pictures and I don't have any other information and I certainly won't give it to you, but the ring camera caught this. This blue Kia Soul has been driving around Loudoun County, predominantly Percival, Roundhill, Hill, Bluemont area, Leesburg, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and leaving something on Trump supporters' doorsteps. Now, I understand people are angry. I understand people have things to say. And I understand that this is being replicated across the United States. But this note that she received is not only vile, it's nothing that a young lady should ever have to read She should never have to worry that if she walks out her door, she'll be gunned down. But I said this violence was coming to the suburbs, and it is, and it will, and it's not over yet. If you think it is, just wait. All 50 states, their capitals are on high alert. National Guard has been called up, and they are all awaiting civil insurrection to happen in all 50 states and a coordinated attack by the same people who did what they did at the capitol. And I'm warning you, if you do not take them seriously now, you're making a mistake. And if you're getting notes like this, you should also take it seriously now and not make that mistake. I warn that if you do not have the tender, or if you have tender ears, please do not listen at this point. You are obviously a disgusting lip spittle, cock sucking and shit for brains, Trump supporter. You are not welcome in our neighborhood anymore. You are not welcome in our town anymore. It is a proven fact. Trump lost the election because of Biden got more votes. Get over it and take your fucking signs down. You're a fucking moron for believing his lies. You're a fucking moron for perpetuating these lies. You need to leave town and climb back under your fucking rock. How do you climb back under a rock? Fucking morons. You are guilty of killing Officer Brian Sicknick. Brought to you by the Proud America Coalition against Trumpy shitheads. I understand there's bad on both sides. We live literally 300 yards away from Ku Klux Klan members. This area is a rural area. And I understand that hatred is everywhere. But this isn't hatred. This is something different. These are targeted attacks perpetuated by a narrative. And if we're going to incite Donald Trump and impeach him and tell him that his words cannot be used at all, and everything he does essentially is a lethal weapon when he speaks, then stuff like this should be the same. In my eyes, this is a hate crime. This is how it happened with the Jews. Go back and watch my show. I'll link it right up here. These are the behaviors that happen in Nazi Germany before it was Nazi Germany. This is uncalled for. I would ask that if you know a blue Kia and you are aware of who this is, please let me know. I would love to have a chance to talk to these people, and I would also have a chance to call the police, and I would also love the chance to catch them in the act. Because if you come to my house, I warn you, it'll be the last thing you do. You don't threaten Americans. You don't threaten our neighbors. We are one people, and we are not defined by our politics. We are defined by the amounts of sugar and eggs we give our fellow man. We are denounced by how many band-aids we put on their children when they scrape the knee in our driveway. When we kneel at church and light a candle for their grandmother or they light one for ours. As we stand united helping neighbors who maybe have a burned down home or a diner which is in need of some money. This is not America. You are the enemy and I don't care which side you are on. If you do shit like this, whether you support Trump, Biden, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Green Party, you are a terrorist and you are the people who need to be eradicated from this earth, not the upstanding Americans of this fine nation. I apologize for the language. I apologize for my tone. I concussed with the best of them. And tonight I fell back into it and I apologize. Folks, that is it for my show tonight. I do appreciate. Please throw me a like, share, and subscribe. That's just my opinion. Don't unfriend me. You can do whatever you want. But I hope you would stay. I would hope you would stick around. And I end the show, as I usually do, with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. If you find yourself in need of some help, need to talk to somebody, 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It's way too many. Please reach out. Ask me. Ask the other veterans here. We're here to help you. We're here to take care of you, whatever we can do. If you can't make that call, you can go to don'tunfriendme.com, click on the link, and you'll be connected via Skype directly to a counselor, and you don't need a veteran to call this number. Everybody who might be struggling can and should. Folks, that's it for 82. Tomorrow is 83. The Avs must have a great game against the St. Louis Blues, and I have a feeling that the old goosebumps are going to be right this year. But who knows? We'll find out. Thank you. God bless. Stay safe. And please, be nice to each other. Find someone you've defriended. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them. This is stupid. It's just life is too short, and we don't need to be arguing over such inconsequential and immature things. Thank you. Thanks for watching. Don't unfriend me, everybody. I want to recommend Alex from Alekos Design. He works on all of my video and graphic design, and he is amazing. Please give him a shot. Please head on over to his website at A-L-E-K-O-S, designs.com. And one more quick thing before we go, folks. Still Point does the music intro for the show. They are listeners. They are fans, and we absolutely love them. Special thanks that amazing song and you can hear Citizen Soldier at ReverbNation.com slash